again, if you try to tell me I got to, if somebody said they want to sign me to a 10 day, but we're going to cut you on the fifth day, I would take it in a heartbeat. If you know what I mean? Somebody tell me, hey, we want you to come over and play in, 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 in Greece again or whatever it may be. I'm taking it in a heartbeat because at the end of the day, this opportunity is so many people want to live this life and be able to do, achieve the things that you've done. And, and that they, they, they don't have the resources or they're not able to do it, man. And, and it's your job to be able to not take that for granted, enjoy it and pass it down. Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Basketball Strong Podcast. I'm Tim DeFrancesco, former LA Lakers strength and conditioning coach and doctor of physical therapy, and I'm here with my co-host, Emmy-nominated writer and author, Phil White. This podcast is not just for basketball junkies. It's for anyone who loves to hear the human stories behind great people while learning the science behind preparing your body for the court and high performance. Today's guest is Tim Frazier. Tim's journey and path to the NBA has been filled with setbacks and comebacks. Tim was told no and cut by NBA teams multiple times before achieving his dream of making the cut in the NBA. As Tim says himself, when things don't go your way, if you want it bad enough, it's just a speed bump. We've been trying to get Tim on this podcast for a long time because we knew that his story was one that defines being basketball strong. Then when we had Phil Beckner on episode 82 and we asked Phil, who is the number one player in your mind that defines the term basketball strong? He, without hesitation, brought up Tim Frazier. We knew at that moment we had to get Tim on, and that is why I'm so excited to present to you part three of this three-part series with Tim Frazier. If you didn't get a chance to listen to parts one and two with Tim Frazier, get back there and listen. It's episode 100 and 101. In this episode, Tim takes us into the harsh moment when he had to face reality that for him to keep playing the game of basketball that he loves so much, he might not be able to do that in the NBA, but how he then took that, embraced it, looked at it as a new challenge, and continues to do so to this day. Best of all, he gets into detail on the blueprint that is his mindset and his approach on how to face adversity and how to take this life head on no matter what it brings, speed bump or not. Let's get into the conversation. Tim, I'm trying to... As as we've kind of gone through the path to this point, um, it just is incredible. I mean, again, I, I just keep going back to your responses to what you were faced with, and and some of some of it was amazing. And you had these moments that were just beautiful, and like you could sit back and take it all in and say, "This is why I'm working. This is why I did this." And it, and it and it you got fruit from the labor you did, but there was also a lot of those lumps that you took. And and I'm also trying to go into like the timeline here, we're a little bit way, we're ways off now of 2014 when you're just a, you know, eyes wide open kid basically who is, you know, from a, from a physical standpoint, like you could do whatever, whenever, but you start to hit this little, this point where as a, as a player where it's like, all right. And I'm trying to think in your case of, as you mentioned before, there's these moments of in the very beginning, it was like, no, I'm not even going to entertain the idea of what I could do overseas because I know it's there, but I'm going to go do this. But as you get further and further down this road, I'm I'm guessing that that may start to creep in as you kind of get to that spot where you went back to New Orleans, you um, were were with the Bucks again. And and then um, I think there was kind of a, a, a brief moment with the Pistons and, and, um, before you get to the Grizzlies, though, I mean, uh, take us into that. Are you, <laughs> where are you at with that? At so that point, even, even even at this point, I'm still. Hey, I'm an NBA player. Wow. Yeah. 
Like I'm, I love I'm an that. NBA player. I'm I'm here. You know what I mean? I, like I said, I've knocked down this door. I've been knocked down. I've been cut. I've been waiting. Like right now, it's like okay, cool. I know if I get waived, I like I in my mind, it's like I know I'm gonna get another job because it's happened to me so many times. You know, that so phone's like, gonna keep ringing. I'm there. Yeah, it's like I may. I'm, I'm gonna keep swinging. You know what I mean? Like I always say, hey, I, you know the quote: "What does it get knocked down seven times, stand up eight? And that's how. Yeah. And and you know what I mean? Now at this time, me and Phil are. Phil we've Beckner. Grown relationship. Yeah, Phil Beckner, we've grown this relationship and he's and he's helping me progress in my game. And now I, I see my game getting better. And I'm like, hey man, the shot is getting better. You know, I was progressing as well, getting better, but yeah. now I'm taking this new step with Phil. And I'm like, there's no way I'm like right now the opportunity is needed is needed and I can just showcase how much better I've gotten now because now I have Phil Beckner on my side. You know what I mean? Like I had him before. Wow. But now I'm we're spinning full summers together. Like, you yep. know what I mean? So like, and so, you know, more really in the lab with him. Yeah. And good, yeah, no, and, good and enough like, for Dame. Good enough for everybody. You know what I mean? So like, I'm sitting here like this and like, I'm competing against Dame now where, where there was times where in certain drills, I couldn't even hang. And now right. like, there's things that were now, Hey, I'm, I'm winning a couple here and there. And like, it's yeah, Dame up another notch because he doesn't like to lose. So I beat him in one of the drills. And, you know, Phil, he's hyping it up. He's like, you going to let him beat you? You know what I mean? <laughs> Stuff like that. So now James flips the switch, and now he, he's 30 for 30. You know what I mean? Not missing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shooting him from half court. Like, you know what I mean? So I'm like. Poked so I'm, there. I, but, but now I, I feel that. And I remember, like, my agent said, hey, man, there's high-quality offers overseas. And, I, and I, he was like, hey, are you, what, how would you, are you thinking about it? And I was like, hey. No, I remember turning him down, saying no. I, I don't want to do. It. I want to be here. I want to. I want to be in the NBA. And I think you know, I mean, the NBA schools gives you this this great life. You know, obviously you want to be, and I want to be here with my friends. I want to compete. Like mm-hmm. I, this is what I'm. You know, and I'm saying this is what I'm. What I'm here. Like not here for on the Georgia, but this is what I want to do. This is my dream. I want to continue to keep living and keep doing it. And you know, after the Milwaukee thing, you know, there was another thing. Our free agency comes, and I and I signed on the first day of free agency. Never, you know, man. This time, like a free agency, I'm waiting. I'm one of the last. Two. I signed on the first day of free agency. I go to Detroit. We go in Detroit. We ups and downs and whatever and with the team. Bubble happens. I mean, uh, yeah, COVID happens. So you know, that shuts everything down. A bubble happens. We don't go to the bubble. So mm. there's a little thing here. I was just lost. Um, from there, then you know, I mean, I'm still here. Wait, now this is kind of like where I'm sitting there, not on a team at the start of the season. So now I'm literally in, you know, when I want to say I'm literally grinding with Phil, like Phil, like the season guys are there. My friends are working now with the team. I don't have a job. I'm starting to see, I'm like, whoa, you know what I mean? This was the first time it's like, yeah, wow. I, I've been fighting. I've been knocking down the door, but now I always come out on the end with a job. And now I'm sitting yep. there it's like, man, I'm here. It's November 1st, no job. Like November 15th, no job. December 1st, no job. And, you know, I feel in our just continue to just grind. I even say, just stay ready. There's some things going to happen. Um, it's my dad's birthday in December, December 29th. It was either the day before to December 29th. I get a, I'm out in Houston. Meanwhile, this time I had moved to Phoenix. So I'm all, all time okay. with there. And I moved to, I mean, at this time it's my dad's birthday. So I go home. I'm literally in Houston. COVID is happening. And then, um, but when they're, they're playing through the new season, I get a call from agent and say, Hey, Memphis wants to sign you to a 10 day. Boom. All right, cool. What, what do I need to do? He's like, Hey, did you have, you you know, the vaccine and all that stuff. So I go, I go to Memphis, I'm sitting there and then, you know, I have to quarantine for 10 days. So I'm quarantined for 10 days. You know I mean? You're going through all that stuff. I ended up going to Memphis the 10 day, first 10 day, second 10 day. Um, and then from there, you know what I mean? 
they didn't have a roster spot. So I go back home and then boom. But a, a couple weeks later, they decide, you know what? If something opens up, trade down the office. They let guys go. They trade some people. Spot opens up. They call me back. Hey, Memphis. And then I'm there for the rest of the year. I'm going to the playoffs with them. We go and compete. Wow. And, you know what I mean? We go through that that playing game. We got to go against Golden State. Everything happens. So, you know, we're working in this. But, again, the coach in Memphis was an assistant coach in Milwaukee on the book. So all that stuff plays a part and it goes a long way. The pressure that I left in Milwaukee comes down to Memphis. Everything's the same. Plays are mostly the same. And I'm able to take over that opportunity and go from there. It's all connected. Again, don't don't fast forward through what you just said, though. So playing Golden State in the playoffs when the flamethrower is on is no joke. But also yeah, you're, bring, you're bringing some heat, yeah, the too. Play-in. So yeah. we were in the play-in. Okay. That, that was when they did the first play-in. So we had to beat. You know what I mean? To get in. Right. You know, so, so I was like, I think we we played Golden State. Like, if we won that game, we would get, like, seventh or eighth. So, then Got we it. only had to win one game. We lose to Golden State at Golden State the last game of the season. We fall into eighth, or we fall into ninth. We go back. We play San Antonio first game at in Memphis. We beat them. Now we have to go back. I think Golden State loses to L.A., so L.A. gets the seventh spot. We have to go back to Golden State, play them in Golden State to get that final spot. We beat them. We go in there, and we and and no talking about waters everywhere. We win that game. Everybody's like, oh, okay. we went to the playoff. We just beat Golden State. And, you know, Memphis was such a young team. At the time, I think I was 30 years old, and I was the oldest player on the team. Wow. Yeah, yeah it was, and it was great. And, I, and then the role had changed. Now I became – Chris Kamen, you know, right, right. The the mentor to these young guys. Of you John were putting Moran, your arm Jackson. around guys and and, and giving them, them that. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. that's and that's then, crazy. Uh, the we have it on good authority. Uh, it may may or may not have come directly from Phil Beckner that there was a uh, heated moment. We should ask you about in during the the COVID period there, and um, mm-hmm. you you you, uh, you want to tell us about what happened there. Uh, so, you know, Phil is a, an acquired taste. He's not, you know, <laughs> he's very passionate. Well, you know, he is. He, you know, I love the guy to death, man. He's very yep. passionate about what what he does, what he believes in. And yep. at the time, it's a it's a funny story. I think it's myself and Mikhail Bridges were working out. Okay. And I think this is like one of the first times Mikhail's been working, like the first week he's working out with Phil. And we're going, and I don't think, I just didn't have it that day or something. It was something like, I, I can't remember what it was. You know what I mean? Because Phil knows, like, especially when opportunities for myself, it's all about attention to detail. You don't get, if somebody says, do this, like, you need to be on it. Like, you're not going to tell you a bunch of times. You know, I was fighting for, you know, a spot. And, you know what I mean? This is during the summer. And then Phil just loses it on me. And then I just, like, <laughs> he loses it on me. He's like, this is what happened. This is, you know what I mean? He's just going on me. And I just, like, meanwhile, again, I love him to death. And, you know, right. But he loses it on me, and then I just lose it because I don't know. I, I was just having a bad day. And I just one of those days. Well. Yeah, one of those days, and I just lose it as well. I was like, you know what? Come on. we let's I was like, Mikhail's there. It's like his first week. So he's like, whoa, what's going on? You know what I mean? so he's, <laughs> he's like, no, you just you just go work. You just work on – just train yourself like that. I'm like, no, train me. Like, it was like we were going back and forth and this and this and that. Then it got to the point to where, like, I just we I grabbed it. We I just throw it like he passed me the ball. I put the ball on the floor. I was like, no, Phil, you know what? Me and let's, me and you, let's just go have a talk in the back. Come on. So we go out and like, he's like, no, I'm not going. He's like, no, let's go have a talk. And, I, and then we end up we end up 
finishing the workout, but you know, there's tension throughout the whole workout. And then the best thing about Phil is that, you know what I mean? Care and he loves you so much. Literally by the time as I take my shoes off and I get to my car, I had a long text from him saying, Hey, you know, this is just, and I want the best for you. Um, you know what I mean? This is, this is okay. It's okay to, you know, have days like this and, you know, you just have to learn from him and you can't stack those days. Right. And, you know, we talked about it, you know what I mean? Like, again, I keep seeing to say I love Phil to death and it was just, we like, we, and yes, we've had moments like that. You know what I mean? And now it's okay. Like now it's not, that was the first big moment. Right. Right. That was the first big moment. And we laugh about it. We tell a story like that. For him to even tell you guys that that happened, that you can tell how much we moved past that. And Absolutely. But it, it was special because, again, for that, it, it got us closer. Because, yeah. You know what I mean? It forged something deeper that, yes. and, and even, well, I don't know, in the heat of that moment, it's hard to, hard to tell, but very quickly yeah. thereafter, you know it's all coming from the right place with him. Right, right. Obviously, we had him on the show, and it just, you know, he he oozes the passion and and, and doing mm-hmm. stuff for the right reasons and, and how much he cares about what he does and who he works yeah. with. Um, and, uh, and, and, you know, I mean, look, I can think back to first time I – lost my shit with with uh, a player in the LA Lakers weight room right. Jor- Jordan Hill and and uh mm-hmm. you know Jordan and I, I he wasn't giving me what I thought he he should what what he should yeah. be bringing that day and I I care a lot about it and um but you know he and I hug it out and and then all of a sudden we have this deeper bond because of it and he right. knows how much I care and that kind of thing and that's you're not you're not going to be in uh, going after objectives the way that you do and, and you and him are together, you and Phil are together and not have it boil over yeah. sometimes. And if, if honestly, if it doesn't, it's, you almost kind of have to wonder, like, are we both putting genius. it all in? Yeah, <laughs> you know, so. Yeah, when a guy um, puts out a t-shirt that I think him and Dane put out a couple of summers ago, where they do these drops now and again, and it says, pity the bear, which living in Colorado, yeah. You, generally, you don't pity the bear; you just avoid the bear. But <laughs> right, point right, right. being, if I come face to face, I'm winning and I'm killing the bear. So he, he's not yeah. playing. Yeah, yeah, he's not. He's 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 very on top of that type of stuff. And he gave me; he's given me shirts like that as well. Right, I let him tell that story. Just of you know, what I mean, when hey, you're you're a different example. You know, I mean, as far as like this, like every time you come into this workout, this is who you are. You know, yeah. the pray for it. I think it was pray for the bear. Not pity right, the bear. right. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, right. yeah. I was thinking pray pity. The, the maybe I got confused with Mr. T. Pity the fool, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, I, I'll tell you one of the, the, the shirts he got made for me was warrior. And it has warrior across it and it has the, the definition on it. And he was like, you're a warrior. You know what I mean? You're going to like, you're going to have scratches, you're going to have bruises, but you're going to keep fighting. And then and he was like, and I would wear it. Like I would come into workouts and I'm like, you know what? I'm, and I would knew it. Like in certain days when I knew I didn't have it or it was bad days for me. Like I will remember that. It's so, it's so impressive. I, I want you to kind of take us through, um, some time after the, after Memphis with, uh, the magic, the Cavs, and then get us, get us into some of the overseas yeah, stuff. And, yeah. yeah. So for me, um, so after Memphis, you know, I mean, again, playoffs, amazing experience, you know what I mean? I'm thinking, you know what I mean? There's a chance that I come back to Memphis again. You know what I mean? Obviously, they have to work out some, you know what I mean? Some, they got guys on the contract, you know, the business side. You know what I mean? So things, and there's still a chance. And, were, and at that time, there was a chance. He was like, man, we want you to bring you back. Like, I had spent the summer with Memphis. I stayed in the summer, worked out. You know what I mean? So, yep. I, you know what I mean? I felt, you know, I felt good about the situation. They liked me. It was a mutual, you know what I mean? Likeness, GM, coach, players. 
Um, it just didn't work out business wise and you know, whatnot. And now I'm sitting at home again, again, back with Phil. We're going at it. We're getting better. We're working. Um, December comes around. Boom, get a call from Orlando. Uh, again, you get a, I don't want to say a vouch, but you get a good, you know, when they're looking for a point guard, they're, the coach is there. Two of the coaches there were in Portland. Got it. So it all, you know, it all man, matters. It all, it all comes back around. And two of those coaches were in Portland. I'm able to get that job, get two 10 days in Orlando. Then from there, obviously they don't have the roster spots at the time. Um, and I go back home, continue to work out, feel within a week or two. Or I don't even know if I came back home. I think literally from there, Cleveland, the Cleveland was trying to get me during the, um, during my 10 days in Orlando. Mm, wow. But to, to come and cause they needed somebody cause Ricky Rubio had just, I think he did the ACL. Um, but for me, you know, I mean, I finished the Orlando then went to Cleveland and from there, you know, the season kind of was already on his way out and things, and there wasn't another call from there. And I would fast forward that to this summer and it's kind of like, okay, like these last two summers when the season has come around, I've been sitting and I've been working out. Yeah. Um, but again, I always end up getting a job, you know, back in the NBA, showcasing my talent. I'm making impressions over here. Like there's a chance now that Orlando want they we want to try to bring you back. And you know, I mean, these places, you know, I mean, I'm making impressions on AE, all these teams and there's there's shots. Hey, we know if you know, I mean, we need a point guard, if Tim's available, we can go get Tim. He's gonna fill that role that we need him to fill. Um, but the, you know, I was brought to you know, I mean, I start, you know, I mean, I start to think about this overseas. My agent reaches and tells me, hey, man, we got these teams overseas. I'm like, ah, but, you know, but the difference with the timeline and overseas that our guys are going now, guys are signing. Yeah. Now they've already signed and have already left. So it kind of um, overlaps the July 1st free agency uh, a little bit. So you kind of like, you know, guys are still getting signed in the NBA right now to this day. So you're right. kind of like, all right. So we talk about last year, what am I doing? Do I sit here and wait again and let these jobs overseas pass up? And it was a job, you know, he, you know, agent reached out to me. It was in Greece. It was in Athens. It was Ike. And, you know, meanwhile, I knew nothing about it. And I'm not even a fan of long flights for myself. So yeah. that was, that was like, yeah, I mean, but they, they sold it to me, told me, Hey man, um, it'll be a great opportunity. The ball will be in your hands. You'll be able to play like you played before. Like in mm. college, and you know, what I mean, when I was in New Orleans too, having a ball in my hand, and let it rip. You know, I weighed the option. Yeah, basically, it was kind of like that. Hey, they go back at me, and then we need you to be that old Tim, you know, the junior year Tim Frazier, you know. So yeah. I weighed the options, and then you know, I sat there and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna give it a shot. And I remember telling Phil, I don't know if Phil told you guys, but I remember telling Phil, I was like, you know what, Phil, I want to do this. You know, what I mean, and not saying that the NBA is over, but you know what, I want to do this. I want to. I've I've played at the highest level in the NBA. I've done it for eight years, and I have an opportunity to go overseas and play at a high level. You know and what? I'm going to try this. Did you feel God either like tapping you on the shoulder or giving you a nudge, like, "Hey, as you're praying through this thing and you're talking <clears> to your family and you're trying to figure I, I, it out"? I do. I I do feel like He told me to take this challenge, and because I had didn't because before this, you know, He had brought other jobs before this in July. Right. And and I had said, I oh, know I want to free. See, I want to see, you know what I mean? Cause I just made the impression in Memphis, made the impression in Orlando, you know what I'm saying? And you read me in Cleveland. So I'm like, I, got, I still might, I got that. I got the hook in the water, you know? So it's like, yeah, hey, yeah. you know what I mean? I don't want to leave. And, you know, because, you know, obviously it's, you know, people will say it's harder to come back once, you know, you, you, you've gone. And, and, but I felt like this was, it was the right, 
like it, like you said, it was God telling me, he's like, you know what, or even my family, because when I was telling me, you know, obviously they don't want me to leave and go sure. across the country. You know what I mean? Obviously they, they're happy to come to games. They're happy to see me. They're happy for me to come home on holidays. You know what I mean? Things like that. So, but it was something telling me that gave me, it was like, you know what, not that the NBA is done, but you have this opportunity to play overseas and don't look at it as a, a drop down. You know, look at it as, hey, you have another opportunity, another task at hand to be able to go and try to tackle. And for me, that's how I look at it. You know, people would always say, like, they would ask you, like, man, how do you feel about going overseas? I'm like, hey, why not go over here and reach the highest level you can be in European basketball? It's another task. It's another it's another speed bump in the road for not even a speed bump. It's another opportunity. I look at it as I would tell them every time people, they would ask me, how do you how's it feel leaving the NBA, coming overseas? I'm like, it's another opportunity. And even now, like guys, there, there was a great episode, uh, great article in Sports Illustrated. I'm still a print magazine junkie. I got my mm-hmm, Sports mm-hmm. Illustrated coming about Marc Gasol now playing for the team that he owns in Spain. Right. And he was playing, right. you know, th- like this is where he got his shot originally. So it came full circle, mm-hmm. but he just felt like it was, yeah, because everyone was like, man, you know, that you can't teach size. You could still get, you know, be a, get a yeah. roster spot in the league. And he was like, man, he had the chance to take the ownership stake, but then they even now play for him again. And he's playing yeah. like a beast and he looks lean. Yeah. And man, yes, like people yes. don't understand, like the European game is no joke. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the first thing for me to really understand when I got over there. Not that I took it as a joke, but that it is a it's a different game. Everything about European basketball, other than you know, obviously the rules of basketball is a different game. There's no three second like there was a couple times. Right. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like in NBA, you know how we people do those take files. In European, you take those take files, it's it's a you know what I mean, one shot, you know what I mean? You know, you can't do that, you know. Right. And it's just the three the three point line is closer. It's only five fouls instead of six. You know, you start to learn all these new things, and I'm just like a newbie now. It's like basically becoming a rookie. In yeah, the there's end. none, of, there's none of this above the cylinder crap, right? If Marc Gasol wants to go up and dunk it, he's going to – or to block it on the other end. Yeah, like the ball's on the rim. Like, it was a couple of times I laid a ball, and a big man comes and knocks it off. I'm like, this goaltender. Like, no, it's not goaltender. You know what I mean? So it was like just – it was honestly just like a, you know, a kid learning something new. And for me, yeah. that's why I took it. I, it was – I was 32 years old, yeah, but I'm learning something new. I'm in, I'm attacking a new, a new sport, but really it's the same, the same sport that I know that I love. And then you you find like I spending a year overseas this past year, man. I, I come back and I've been saying that, man. I have such a great respect for players that have played overseas throughout mm. their whole career. Just a, a huge respect for them because being away from your family, the season is longer. It's a more grueling season because you don't have the. Sometimes you don't have the. I would say the essentials and the, and the things that you would get in the NBA, you know, what I mean? right. there's no, there's, sometimes there's no cold touch, there's no massages. Like you get some, like sometimes, but there's some no of the perks. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? You're not flying, you're not going at prime one twelve. you know what I mean? Right. Not, <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you're not, you, you're not doing this. It's such a great respect for how much they endure. Like I keep saying they, because I'm one of them now, like myself yep. as well. Like how much you endure throughout a season and on top of that, being away from home. Like you don't get to see your family, you know. What I mean, you're far away. The time zone is different. Trying to and now, be like, and now maybe fans are throwing smoke. They're throwing coins. They're throwing. Fl- yeah. Talk, talk to us a little bit. Um, my man Nick Whitfield, give Nick a shout back in the UK. Yeah. He's worked in basketball for quite a while. He's kind mm-hmm. of one of the holders of the secret flame. People don't even know in mm-hmm. the UK, right? We got a little <laughs> game over there. Um, so Nick wanted to know. 
talk to us about some some Athens games and how this is more like soccer than it is, and how this is you could contrast that to how polite, by many standards, I guess oh, the uh, the NBA crowds are. Uh, it's, it's crazy um, the <laughs> amount of passion that the the fans have in European basketball is insane. You know, I mean, yes, we have diehard fans in the states with for certain teams, but we talk about full arenas of literally diehard fans of your team. And for me, Ike and Greece have literally full arenas of just yellow and black diehard. We talk about flares, smoke, like the other team comes in, it's a booze, it's throwing, like I, I played against teams where, you know, they were shooting lasers at me as I was shooting free throws. Like, so you could literally, if you watch oh the game my. on TV, you see the green laser on my face as you're shooting a free throw. Like what? they have... Um, they put these covers over your bench. So just, in, you know, when they start throwing things, they just hit the like, no. you know, like in soccer where they had those little, yeah, the yeah, little yeah. covers. So those are Go over your dugout. bench as well. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's wild, but you just show how much passion they have for yeah. sports. And, you know, I wasn't able to go to a uh, soccer game, football game, is what they call it. But if, if it's anything like the basketball games, and they say that's 10 times crazier than soccer, <laughs> yeah. it's insane. What's man. the like, craziest uh, you've had outside of lasers in the eyes when shooting free throw? Think, tell us a story that people would be like, seriously? Oh, man. I think it's just, you know what I mean, like spitting the coins, the lasers, like just, just how much the arena would just erupt of like – the smoke as well. Like I've seen it to where they've grabbed fire extinguishers and shot the fire extinguisher to where like it's just <laughs> literally you just can't see anything up top. Literally just all smoke. And it, it, it's really and it's loud too. It's, like it's, 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 it's like soccer chants, right? And these are not polite chants if you were translating. Yeah. So I yeah, and I, and, and the thing about me, I remember sitting on a bench. I would get asked like uh, the Greek players or like the Greek. It's like, what are they saying? It was like, yeah. I don't want to know. Because <laughs> this, anyway. this is not a polite American refs, you suck. This mm-hmm. is something mm-hmm. else. Yeah, and I remember at one point, I w- there was a game I wasn't playing due to injury, and we were playing a Greek team, and there were some fans kind of like behind us, and they were like yelling stuff at me. But I'm thinking they're like, hey, what's up? Like like that. So I'm like, hey, what's up, guys? And they're like, Tim. I'm like, what are they saying? They're like, man, you don't want to know. They're not your friends like that. I'm just, <laughs> not that I thought they were friends, but they, you know what I mean? Because in the NBA is, you know, fans, like, they'll yell, right. hey, so you're kind of like, hey, how's it going? You know what I mean? Like, you kind of joke around, banter a little bit like that. Like, I know they're, like, I'm on the opposite team, but it's friendly banter. But here, that yeah. it's like, it's like I don't want to call it hate because I feel like hate is such a strong word, but it's a strong, strong dislike. And from and I'm like, dude, you guys don't know me like at all like right. you know what I mean? and you so, said like but just because i wear a different color jersey that it's like hey he's our enemy tonight and right you said you said off, you said to us off camera that you were going to bring the family over right you were going to bring your better yeah. half mm-hmm. over and and then yeah. you were like mm, maybe that's not such a good idea because they, they said it was like because you would think like okay role games you know obviously one of the beautiful things about playing overseas is you're able to go to these cities and countries you know what i mean so i'm like okay hey we're going to Istanbul, we're going to, you know, yeah. Athens and Greece. We're going to, um, what's the big city in Israel? Um, Tel, Aviv. Tel Aviv. Yeah, you know what I mean? So we're going in these games. It's like, man, why not? You know what I mean? Have, like, I'm right. going, like, have, be able to have Experience my brother and my family or be able to come over. And they were just saying, hey, they, it's just, you can't do that. It's not allowed for, or it's just not, not that it's not allowed. It's just not safe. They don't recommend for, it. 
they don't recommend it to have, especially <laughs> in the Greek league games. In the Greek league games, it's not recommended to go and have them come to away games. And it's just because the the they they feel like if you're rooting for the other team that's not their team, they will basically pick on you the whole game. It's so fascinating, Tim, kind of have you take us through your journey and, and seeing the chapter that you're in now of being able to embrace mm-hmm. this, not as um, something that's just, oh, I, I'm, I, all right, fine, I'll do this. But that it's yeah. like, hey, I'm going to, this is a new opportunity. I'm going to go be so good. They can't ignore me here just like I was anywhere mm-hmm. else I was. And um, I, I just have appreciated so much being able to have you take us on the journey. Uh, we have a, a famous final question. I'll get to it in a moment. I, I have to kind of ask you, like, sometimes as you, as you took us through this and, and now we've been through it a couple of times. It's like you had those moments of glory in the fruit of the labor that did come from it, but you also had, you took some of the lumps and as you said, yeah. you, you hit some of the speed bumps. Right. Yeah. And um, uh, I love how you put that, but it's been, it's been a while since 2014. It's been a long journey. I mean, mm-hmm. if you, sometimes it's good when you're, rewinding back to the 2014 Tim Frazier. And you're like, I'm just going in like, I'm whatever it takes. This is, Mm -hmm. I I don't even know what's coming, but I'm going to give it everything. And you're full of, you've got your battery on full at that point. Like, Mm -hmm. um, but it takes a tax. Like there's a tax to go through those speed bumps sometimes. Mm -hmm. And, um, uh, and then you also learn stuff and you're like, sometimes you're probably like, I'm I'm glad I actually didn't know that was coming, you know? And, 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 uh, but if you had to, if you could, go just go back to that 2014 Tim Frazier and, and give him uh, some advice, put your arm around him. Like mm-hmm. you do now with younger, younger guys, like, or like with Rondo you, with what, you. Yeah. What yeah. would you, what would you, what would you tell him? Mm. Ooh, that's a tough one. But I, I, I know something that I do tell the younger guys is just to enjoy every moment. Mm. Even, even like I would tell myself to enjoy every moment, even the being cut, even the, the the Achilles injury, right? The the traveling, you know what I mean. The even where I'm at now, where hey, I wanted to keep playing in the NBA. I'm not saying that the door is closed, but I had to make the decision to go overseas. Yeah, I would just say enjoy every moment because you only got one life to live. And at the end of the day, if you're talking about somebody that has made the NBA, you or even played one game or even dressed up or even had a workout preseason work or a, a draft workout or whatever. Like you've done something that people dream of. And you know what I mean? Like, and I've gotten to this point now to where I'm so like, I look back on the career that I've had and I'm just so thankful for everything. And it's such a blessing. Like I look at it, it as like you, if you were to tell me that little, little boy that was following my sister around that I would play eight years in the NBA, that I would make the friends that I've made that I would, you know what I mean? People would know me as when I, you know me as, as a professional athlete that has played in the NBA, that has, that's been to Greece, that's been to France, that's, you know what I mean? If you were to tell me that as a kid, like I would look at you like you were crazy. I'm like, yeah, okay. But like I said, like, like literally right now, it's like the life that I live, being knocked down eight times, the being cut so many times, the, all that stuff I would do, I would do all over again. Yeah, am I proud of it that I was cut so many times? Of course not. Like I would love to be the number one pick in the draft, you know, right. make, make, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? I would love to be Wimby right now. You know what I mean? I would yeah. love to do that. But <laughs> and that wingspan their, just for one day. Correct, correct. And get all these endorsements and everything. But I just know for me, like everybody, I always say to you, everybody has their own story and everybody has their own path to achieve their dreams. 
Like, I couldn't be AD. I couldn't be a number one pick. I couldn't be Dame. I couldn't be the sleeper in Weber State. I couldn't be, you know what I mean, all these guys. I was myself. And my story is no – their story is no better than my story. You know what I mean? No I doubt. No better. And, you know what I mean, at the end of the day, we all achieved the dream that, you know what I mean, that we all set out to do. And I and I was able to do that. And I'm no still living doubt. it. And I, That's and it. I keep, I, I'm still living it. Like Not done, baby. Me, I'm playing basketball for a living. I'm able to. Like you said on Instagram recently on your birthday, I think it was blessings on top of blessings. Yeah. It's literally blessings on top of blessings because this is a blessing. And I'm, like I said, I know so many friends. I know kids when that were, you know, in middle school, elementary school, they want to be at high school. Like, you know, I'm back living in Houston now for during the summer uh, at the moment. And I see, like I run across old old high school player old high school teammates you know what i mean things like that it was like man dude tell us about this tell about that like like even just to be on you guys' podcast right now to tell my story is is an amazing because i have a story to tell that yes you know what i mean that i have this story that i was able to achieve my dream and play the game of basketball make all these great friends make all you know what i mean and and literally live and the stories that i'm able to do man i just love it you know what i mean i, I literally love my life i love I love the the journey that I had. I mean, uh, again, if you trying to tell me I got if somebody said they want to sign me to a ten day, but we're gonna cut you on the fifth day, I would take it in a heartbeat. If you know what I mean, somebody tell me, hey, we want you to come over and play in 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 in, in Greece again or whatever it may be, I'm taking it in a heartbeat because at the end of the day, this opportunity is so many people want to live this life and be able to do achieve the things that you've done, and and they 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 don't have the resources or they're not able to do it, man. And, and it's your job to be able to not take that for granted enjoy it and pass it down. And, you know, that's all I try to do is try to do that exact same thing. And I mean, I, again, man, I thank you guys for having me on. I know it was been a couple oh. of days. We've, we've been going back and forth trying to find a time, but man, this has been awesome, man. And be able to, because every time I tell my story or every time I, I, you know I mean? I've been able to think about it and relive these days and relive that sitting in the hotel with my mom telling me, boy, stop crying. You know what I mean? Like, right. it, it's such a, it, it brings back, like I told you, I got chills. It brings back such so much, you know, I mean, I'm just grateful and about everything that I've endured and I made through and I pushed through. And I just, you know, I mean, I recently, like I told you guys off camera, I recently I had my son. Right. So like, right. And I, and I just can't wait to be able to him to go through, you know, what I mean, his 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 life and be able to just be a, be there, be a part of that and help him through the obstacles that I've made. And, you know, what I mean, now I wish I was still playing. Or well, I, am, I will be, but you know, I wish I was still playing in the NBA so I can take him to the games and be like, and I won't have to be that dad. It's like, yeah, you got to look me up on YouTube. Yeah, man, I, played, <laughs> I played 53 minutes against the Hawks, you know. But believe it, truly a blessing, man. Truly a blessing. Oh man, well, I, I just, um, it, it's, you know, this is uh, the the full transparency is I had you and Phil and I had you on my our, our board of like, if we sat down and said, we're going to create the basketball strong podcast and we need people, we need to find guests that embody what it is and, and what that means. And you, you were on that board right front and center is like, I didn't have a direct connection to you. And, um, mm-hmm. I figured, you know, that you were number one target there for a very long time. We've been going strong for almost two years now. And it, it whether it took us a couple of days to reschedule, that doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah. I, I mean, we've been, we've been setting our sights on this conversation to just kind of soak up the pure gold. That is your journey and your way, uh, for, for a long time now. And then when Phil, you know, when we got Phil Bechner on and, and, and then we were like, this is it. And, and, yeah. you know, we knew we awesome. were going to, we were going to get you. And, and I just think, um, 
you know, to, to kind of just go back to it one more time is, uh, I, I hear you loud and clear of like, Hey, not, not necessarily out there trying to like promote that you've been cut this many times or waved this many times, but it, it it's to me, it's like you had that many times to, to prove what your fibers are made of and how you respond to that. Not everybody has that. And, and I know you know that cause you've been around the block and you've seen how some people respond to stuff and it's yeah. not always the way that you did in, in those moments. And I also think that, um, I'm just so glad that you are so, uh, you know, you're just, you're just so, um, grateful and, and, and glad to have had this path as many speed bumps as there were, because you should be, I mean, we, things come to us that we're, we're meant to be able to handle and, uh, not everybody can handle the, the speed bumps that, that you did. And that's why they didn't necessarily go to everybody. Right. Uh, but your, your story might be different than everybody's. And that's why it's so beautiful. And that's why, you know, having it now on this is just so special for us, but it's, it's no better or worse. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's, yeah. it's incredible. And, and we, we really, really appreciate it. So, um, thank, thank you, you guys, man. Um, thank you. Um, sure. This is just glad, been incredible. I'm, I, I'm just glad I'm going to be getting on. Yeah. Oh hopefully, man. Hopefully, you know what I mean? Got people listen to this and, and I, I, when they do listen, I want them to know, man, I'm a, I'm an open book. And yeah. By like, you know I mean? My social media is not hard to, it's my name. So right. find that reach out to me. And if they have any questions or they want to know more about, like, again, I've been blessed enough to play. I don't know how many teams, 10, 10 teams, whatever right. it may be. I got a lot of jerseys, you know what I mean? Yeah. I always, I laugh about. <laughs> Obviously I've given them to my family for the most part. But like any stories or any help or anything that you know people might need, man, please reach out to me. I'm very, I'm very open with it with anything about mine. And then, like I said, I much as I, you know, I'm, I am now how I feel, man. There were it wasn't easy. And, yeah. You know what I mean, I've had days and how I've gone through days. Like I, you know, I told you guys earlier that obviously faith was the biggest one. Yep. Just the poor system. Yep. My family, Phil. You know, I mean, my friends, and then you know, just obviously just an ultimate belief in yourself and. Like I said, if anybody, again, I'm open book, man. People can, yeah. I thank you guys so much for even having me on, man. I hope, I hope this takes off and people will be able to just, you know, really, it really impacts people because, you know, I mean, at my age right now, what I love to do is try to help back and and help and give back and impact. I I tell you, Tim, uh, I just, uh, yeah, I, you know, I just I don't have a lot of words. I just have a bunch of notes and like a lot of goosebumps and and just a lot of oh, it's uh, it's an honor to kind of have listened to kind of how you you've done what you do and continue to and I it means a lot. No, oh, thank you, man. I appreciate it. You know, I, I, my story is a little crazy, and you know, I, I, and when we get going, I, like there's always some little tidbits that I've happened. I'm like, hey, man, oh, I don't want to forget about this, and don't want to forget about that. It's so much. Like I hate that. I, I'm not that I hate. I know we we were talking about Kramer being on three hours, and now look at my clock is four o'clock. We've been on three <laughs> hours, but it's just so much more. Like and, and, and like I've got so many more. Like like you said, like being cut, like you said, more emotions of me being there and oh. not seeing certain things. And like, you know I mean? I keep, I always want to keep saying that I've had those days where I was really down and right. I was like, you know what I mean? I want to make sure that I got that. That's what I loved that about was it. You just part of it. Cause I wasn't, I wasn't perfect. I wasn't, it wasn't like, Hey, I always saw the light at the end of the tunnel because I didn't, right. I didn't like you can cut sometimes. And like, I wish I should have said this, but honestly, one of the biggest parts about getting cut is like you look at it was that even when I used to tell Phil is that it's the embarrassment, just the which it shouldn't be, 
But, you know, I just like when you get signed and it comes across the ticker and it comes across Twitter and Instagram, everybody's hitting your phone, boom, 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 they love you, this, and this, and that. And then to see, hey, we weighed Tim Frazier, was, it's, it's the same kind of like you you get that sense of disappointment or, you know what I mean? Like I, I felt that in some of my times and feeling that way. Yeah. But, you know, man, you always come out of that because, you know, because the bad, yeah, there are bad days. But the good I weigh the bad by far. And that was and that has always been in my my career, especially as a pro. Like, yeah, the cutting being cut to having bad games, shooting air balls, to getting run over and taking charges, those like, you know what I mean? to being memes, anything, you know, you know, all that stuff is bad. But man, those good days, man, you hitting game winners, you being in the Eastern Conference Finals, you walking down in, in AD's best man in his wedding to Damon, I'm taking trips to me hearing his music before anybody hears the music. You know what I mean? Just all right. stuff outweighs everything. Man. And it's God's just timing, diff- right? Things that, yeah. you thought, that you thought, oh, I wish that had happened. And then it didn't. Yeah. And we always, we always forget that it's not when we pray, it's not yes or no, which is what yeah. people think. But sometimes, it's right it, sometimes it's weight. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 100%. I love that. I, I mean, that is, I'm so glad you did, you know, just say that too. And I, I mean, um, you, you know, the, the thing that I thought of as you were saying that just now is like, yeah, you, <laughs> you were able to go back and say, you know, the good outweighs the bad. And that's one of the things that sets you apart. And, mm-hmm. and uh, one of the things that is going to be just a absolute gold lesson that people can take from hearing. Cause everybody and this as as you laid out your journey like you were wide open about it wasn't always roses it wasn't always yeah. like you know and this just mistakes. right and you opened yeah. up about that yeah. and i love that um but you know i i also think and i was thinking this as you were talking through as far back in the conversation of like how you approach the injury was really unique and i've helped people as a doctor of physical therapy through a lot of injury stuff. And like, not everybody can say, yeah, this stinks. I'm going to lick my wounds and then I'm going to go for small victories. Like, okay, victory. I got my boot off victory. I I put my first, you know, foot with foot down without the boot and the crutches, Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. you know, victory, victory. And you like build these small victories uh, by themselves. Most people are like, what, what is this? This is nothing. Like, you know, I want to go to the end game and, and like skip it through, Mm -hmm. but you didn't. And then, you know, that idea of like, not only how you, did that for the injury, but how you did that all the way along is such a great lesson. And we all have the ability to do that. If you just look at those small victories and then also going back on something. And when you're in that moment of, like you said, Hey, it was embarrassing to see it on the ticker. It got cut, you know, whatever. It's easy to get wrapped up in that, but then you go replay some of your small victories or you remind yourself Mm -hmm. all the good that is actually happening right now. Um, it's just like having somebody talk about that, the, the, the hard parts of that and the, the parts that um, everybody struggles with of that. But then how do you, what is the strategy that you use to kind of like, you know, let me get back to the good. Like, let me yeah. go turn this into something like, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't know. That's why Phil and I do this is because people, if, if one person is lis- listens to this, like, damn, I needed to hear that right now. Yeah. Like you did it, man. Like that's yeah, what the man. whole point is. That's basketball strong. So we, we really appreciate it. It's a beautiful story, man. You, you got a lot uh, to be proud of. You don't mean, need me to tell you that, but it's uh, it's a true honor to have had you on. Oh, thank you both. Seriously. Appreciate it. Man. Man. I'm, I'm well, glad we were able to make it work. And like you said, I, 
in three hours, four hours, man, I'm glad that you guys let me tell my story. And like you said, I hope it impacts and helps somebody out because oh, it, yes, it will. honestly telling, telling it right now it impacts me, you know what I mean? Cause right now, you know, you hear it, you tell your story. Like sometimes you got to hear the adversity yes. you've through and how you've overcome it because you know, you start to get not, not I don't want to say complacent, but you forget, you forget right. the stuff that you've been through to get to where you are today. And, and right now, yeah. just telling that story, I'm just sitting there. It's like, man, you know, what I, mean? I am a warrior. Invigorated, invigorated. As Phil Beckner would say, I am a warrior. I've knocked down this. I've done this. You know, ain't nothing's gonna stop me. And pray, whatever this next task might be, bear. pray, for pray for the bear. Yeah, you know, yes. whatever the next task may be, whatever next opportunity, whatever next team, man, I'm gonna run through that, and I'm a, and I'm a and I'm a you know I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna kill it. You know what I mean? Talk just, to him. Yeah, and and some of it too is just to be able to hear those stories because it's not you know again because. Everybody can't be all stars, Hall of Fame. Right. It's the it's right. the story of the people that have the T J McConnell, myself, you, the Chris Kamen, you know what I mean? Yeah. Davis, like, you know what I mean? Because let's let's be honest, there aren't you know, aren't we're not knocking out KDs left and right. We're not right. Damian Lillard's and you know what I mean, much as Phil wants to, you know what I mean, wishes there were more than one, and you know what I mean? It's not, you know what I mean? Totally. These guys are are unique, but there are other people there are other 14 other guys or, you know, the last 10 on the bench or the last five on the bench that make an impact just as much that you might not see on the stat sheet that they do make an impact that help these guys. Because a lot of my, a lot of my job, especially towards the end of my career was to make sure and help and get the mess, the best yeah. players ready. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was to go against them all day. It yeah. was to, you know what I mean? Push them a little bit. You know what I mean? To when those days, like it was times where, you know, Damon, I would like, we would go against each other. Like, you know what I mean? He was like, why are you always following me? You know what I mean? I was like, well, you're going to get fouled in the game, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so like those were, those are things that, you know what I mean? Don't, you don't, people don't see or cause you know what I mean? Obviously that helps him prepare. Not saying that I helped him prepare who he was because obviously he's a special individual in himself, but being able to go against me in practice where I am a little more aggressive than, you know, maybe that people are doing in the game. So when the things do happen in the game, there's nothing for him. What Patrick Beverly is doing that is nothing for him because he's already experienced it. Right. He's experienced it for somebody that loves and cares about. Him. So we can't, we can't end it without the fa- famous, famous final question. So, um, this is the basketball strong podcast and, uh, you can answer this from, your mind, from your heart, from your gut, from the technical side, the spiritual side, emotional mm-hmm. side, all the above. But Tim, what does it mean to you to be basketball strong? Mm. I didn't think about it. Uh, I think what it means to me to be basketball strong is that I was given this opportunity through God. And obviously through my work ethic and I continue with my family, I was given this opportunity and to be basketball strong is to make the most of that opportunity and making the most of that opportunity goes in so many different ways. It could be, again, knocking down that door, making an NBA, achieving your dream, helping others achieve their dreams, helping, you know, I mean, me being here where I am. And I think that's what being basketball strong means to me. I'm sure that it means it's different from others to be able to get this opportunity and run with this opportunity and take it and make the most of it. And I think, that's what it means to me. And you know what I mean? I just want to continue to make the most of all the opportunities I have. If it's here in the States, here in the NBA, if I was, you know, working supply chain, if I was, you know what I mean? If I start doing podcasts, you know what I mean? Or yep. planning, planning Greece um, to be basketball strong and just being strong in general is just to set the table and take advantage of all the all opportunities that are given and um, be a leader, be an example for people coming underneath you.
Oh, man, that is underlined, bolded. Phil, lock it in the vault, baby. Let's <laughs> put it on a t-shirt. Yes, sir. Put it on. Man, Tim, uh, one more time. Uh, uh, Instagram, or what's the what's the handle oh, there? I, uh, I think uh, it's Tim Phrase 23. Tim Frey, yeah. Okay. I think yeah. they're both Tim Frey. Twitter, Instagram, both Tim okay. Frey's 23. Like, it's not... Uh, not hard to find. Not hard to find you. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, thank you for being open book about it. And thank you for, for laying out your journey and kind of telling us who you are and, and, and your why and, and how you impact people because, um, nobody is, uh, living a basketball strong life any more than you are. And, and the impact that you have on people, um, this will be a, when people listen to this, it'll be just another brick in that, that wall that you've built of, of impact for people. And, and, uh, we, we just sure appreciate you. Thank you. Appreciate you guys both. Thank you for joining us today. If you enjoyed today's show, and we hope you did, please give us a good review on Apple Podcasts or whichever platform you listen to podcasts on. And so you never miss a weekly episode, be sure to subscribe and follow. You can find previous episodes on our show website. That's www.basketballstrongpodcast.com. Dot com. For more basketball performance resources and nagging injury solutions, follow me on Instagram at TD Athletes Edge and follow Phil at Phil White Books. Until next week's episode, stay basketball strong. <laughs>